0: You guys, welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. I am back. It's been way too long since the last time I was here sharing with you guys and putting out new podcast episodes, and I am so excited and ready to be back. I'm really excited to start this new season of the Health Forward Podcast. If you didn't notice, she had a facelift, and I've also got so many fun guest interviews lined up as well as really great solo episodes, just full of great health education and inspiration. It's all coming your way in this season. And in today's episode, I'm sharing about my recent endometriosis surgery and some of the things that I did, both pre-op and post-op, to support my body through this process. I told you guys a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago now when I told you I was going to be taking a break and having the surgery that I would come back and update you about how it went and some of the things I was doing to support my body. So that's what I'm doing today. And my hope is that this episode will help those of you who may be looking at an endosurgery for yourself down the road or maybe a family member but also for anyone who may have any kind of abdominal surgery coming up or really any kind of surgery at all. Surgery is hard on the body and providing it with a little extra support can go a really long way in speeding up recovery time and post-op symptoms. So I really hope this is helpful for you. Let's get into it. Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. So in the last episode, I shared with you guys that I was going to be having another surgery for endometriosis and that I would update you on how everything went, as well as how I supported my body through the process. So today I want to do just that and share those things with you. So as of right now, as this episode coming out, I'm about a month and a half post-op at this point, and thankfully I'm feeling really good overall, this was the smoothest and best surgery experience that I've had of the three. And I'm really just so thankful for that. I had a whole lot of people supporting me, praying for me, helping out, bringing meals, helping with Remy. Um, And that has just played a huge part in how smoothly I recovered, I think. But also... I think that doing a few things both before and after surgery also really helped. And so I want to share some of those things with you, just as well as my experience. Now, just real quick before I get into this, I want to remind you that everyone's body is different. And while most of the things I talk about today are going to be safe for the general public, it's still always a really good idea for you to check with your physician, with your surgeon. Um, beforehand, because there are some things you need to be considerate of as far as timing of surgery and when you start and stop certain supplements and things like that. So always be mindful about that when you're listening to me or anyone else share what kind of supplements we've taken or what kind of things we're doing to try to support our bodies. It's always a good idea for you to run that by your care team, your physicians, your um, whoever you're working with that knows your personal medical history and how your body may react to some of these things so I always like to just remind you that not everything works for everyone it's not all one size fits all okay so now that I've said my piece about that um as anyone who's ever had surgery knows it's pretty hard on the body. So a few weeks before my surgery day, I started doing a few things to strengthen my immune system. Now I was already taking, um, a prenatal vitamin as well as omega three supplements, CBD oil, and a probiotic daily. So I made sure to be very, very consistent with those things. I also started taking an additional dose of liposomal vitamin C and vitamin D, and I tried to be very consistent with moving my body and getting really good sleep. I even added in melatonin to my regimen a couple nights a week just to ensure that I was getting really good, deep, restful sleep, and because melatonin can act as an antioxidant, I wanted that support as well. And I do wanna note here that I did stop taking the omega-3s and the melatonin a week before surgery they can be they can have a little bit of a thinning uh, effect on the blood and so you got to be careful about that my surgeon was very well aware of what i was taking he signed off on all of it and then asked me to stop those one week before surgery so i did that i also really wanted to support my detox pathways in my body as much as possible knowing that not only was the stress of surgery going to be in my body but i was also going to be given a lot of medication which I very gladly accepted. So I upped the times of week that I was doing things like dry brushing and taking detox baths. Both of those are very helpful to support those detox pathways and kind of get some extra stuff out of there because I knew I was gonna be putting a lot more in. And while the medication and all of that, like I said, I gladly accepted it and it was so helpful and necessary for something like surgery it is still taxing on your detox pathway. So I wanted them to be working as well as possible beforehand. The surgery itself actually went really well and going into it, I knew that I had cysts on both ovaries and given that it had been like six years since my last surgery, I honestly expected for the endometriosis to be very severe as it was before. And Actually, surprisingly, the surgery only took a little over an hour, and they found very few lesions, at least compared to the last time. When I had my previous surgery, i it was very bad, a lot of lesions, a lot of adhesions, and it was um, severe stage four. So I was kind of expecting that again, and it was actually the opposite of that this time. My doctor was really surprised and happy with that. And I had no complications at all, really from surgery. I had a very easy and successful IV stick, which is typically not the case for me. I'm usually a very difficult stick. And that part is usually one of the hardest parts for me when it comes to surgery. So that went really well and I tolerated all the medications really well. So I was able to go home really shortly after waking up. I will say this, if you ever find yourself needing to have surgery, get yourself a BFF that's also a nurse to go with you. I basically had my own private nurse who took great care of me the whole time, kept me laughing and chatting all day, and was also looking over everyone's shoulder, making sure everything went according to plan. So shout out to Chrissy. You're the real MVP here. It was very helpful for me day of surgery. So once I got home, I was given medication to help with both pain, obviously, and nausea, and I thankfully didn't really experience a lot of nausea this time, but I really stayed on top of that with the meds for about the first 24 hours. Trust me when I tell you that puking and abdominal incisions do not go well together. Absolutely do not recommend that, so I was very careful about that this time, In did very well. I was pretty bloated and uncomfortable from the CO2 that they use to inflate your abdomen for surgery. That's a really common symptom after any kind of laparoscopic abdominal surgery. So be aware of that. If, if that's something that you're going to be experiencing, um, that is very likely to happen, but it usually resolves itself in a day or less and using a heating pad and trying to just move around is really helpful for that. The next few days really just looked like a lot of resting and sleeping as much as I could. Hello, three-year-old. Um, so there wasn't a whole lot of sleeping going on, but I did the best that I could. And I will say that I was pretty unsteady for about 24 hours and really needed some help getting up and down for like a couple of days. The pain stayed at a moderate level for three to four days. It was very easily manageable with the pain meds. And then I was able to wean down from those and just take a leave after about three or four days. So um, I was careful about that, you know, the first couple of days with bleeding and um, you don't want to do anything to increase that, but after a couple of days, I was able to just switch over, and then during this time, I did try to get in as much bone broth and bone broth protein powder as I could to start helping my gut recover from all the meds. I um, before surgery, I made a very big pot of soup that I knew I could eat on through you know a couple of days post-op, and we had so many people bring us meals, which was so great. Um, that I knew for like an easy lunch or even breakfast when I just didn't really want anything else, like getting those cooked veggies, but also a lot of that bone broth in was going to be really helpful for my gut health and trying to recover that. I also increased the dose of probiotics I was taking every day since I was given an antibiotic during surgery. And then I went back to taking all the supplements I was taking beforehand, the omegas, vitamin C, vitamin D, all that stuff. Um... One thing that I noticed is that a couple of days after surgery, I was feeling quite a bit better and wanting to get up and move around a lot. And I had to learn to really listen to my body because I noticed that if I was up for more than about five minutes, maybe 10 tops, I would start to bleed more. And so I had to be kind of careful about that, even though the rest of me was feeling kind of better, closer to normal. I still had to really listen to my body. My body was definitely sending me clear signals that I needed to slow down. I wasn't ready yet. So, um, that's really important. I think to be able to listen to your body when it's telling you stuff like that. So I had to learn that this time around. And then I really think one of the more challenging parts for me this time was the effect of the anesthesia and probably some of the medication, um, on my emotional mental state so I felt very very foggy and kind of just around here we say we're just like in a funk like it was just my brain was in a weird place and that probably lasted for about a week like um I was a little more anxious than usual I felt some of that creeping up at night time and um I just didn't feel myself mentally and emotionally and that probably took a week or so I don't really remember that happening in previous surgeries but Maybe I was just, maybe I've forgotten, or maybe I was just more aware of it this time around. I would say that I was feeling back to myself at least about 90% by about two weeks post-op. And then now I'm definitely a hundred percent back to normal, or maybe even a little bit better than I was before surgery. I am working my way back into exercising now. I'm trying to prioritize Rebuilding some core strength and my pelvic floor right now. So I'm doing a lot of Pilates work, breath work, deep breathing, all that kind of stuff. And I'm also continuing with that vitamin supplement regimen with the extra vitamin C, the higher probiotic, all of that. And I'm going to keep doing that for a bit. I'm also, I went back to the dry brushing and really kind of increased the sessions that I'm doing um, with that. So trying to do that three to four times a week, or maybe a little more if I can remember. Um, And then those detox baths as well. So kind of both pre-surgery and post-surgery supporting those detox pathways as much as I can. My post-op appointment went really well, and so we're going to resume trying on our own for baby number two for a while, and then I'll go back in for a follow-up in about four to five months. I am starting acupuncture back next week, and so I'm very excited about that. I actually have a couple podcast episodes on that if you want to know more about acupuncture and endometriosis or acupuncture for fertility. I'll link those in the show notes. You can go back and catch those if you've not listened to those before. So we're really hopeful and we're just going to see what happens right now. I'm just really thankful to have the surgery behind me and to be feeling good and less inflamed and more energetic than I was before. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you. If you have An upcoming surgery, I hope that you will use some of these tips and ideas as you both prepare and recover. And if you know anyone with endo or who may be having an endometriosis surgery coming up, please pass this episode along to them. It can be so unnerving not knowing what to expect or not knowing what recovery may look like. And so I hope that sharing my experience will help a little with that as well as empower you to know that there are things that you can do to help support your own recovery. Before I leave you today, I wanted to share with you just a little encouragement, especially for any of any of you who may be facing surgery or some kind of concern about your health right now. The morning of surgery. I opened my Bible for just a few minutes before going to the hospital. I knew that I only had a couple minutes, so I just randomly opened it. I was planning to maybe read a psalm or a proverb or something before I left. and I actually opened it to Psalm 35, and it was a verse that I honestly don't remember reading before. But part of the verse that my eyes just directly went to said, He takes pleasure in his servant's well-being. I know things aren't always, they don't always work out the way that we want them to or the way that we think is best, but um, God just really met me in that moment pre-surgery, knowing that I was nervous and nervous about um, just anything that could have gone wrong or any complications or anything like that, and just reading that his he takes pleasure in his servant's well-being, Just it really brought me a lot of peace, so I hope that that brings peace to you as well. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you have a specific question, drop it in the comments below. I would love to get back to you and make sure that you're subscribed so that you always know when new episodes are released. That does it for me today, friends. Thank you for spending some of your day here with me. Keep moving forward, go love your people well, and I'll talk to you next time. remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.